Welcome to our brand new show It's not that complicated so listen close We'll go through IMDB Reviewing all of an actor's movies Blank spank, blank spank Blank spank, blank spank Blank spank, blank spank Blank spank Hey, you're back on internet We're back on that half Back on that half Half a set, half a second break, and I can see all your fidelities. This is true. I've got a nice camera, Jamie. I'm on a second screen experience, baby. Ooh, I'm, I'm back in the big boys. I've got fancy. one screen just for GarageBand to make sure that everything is going okay. Oh, see, I've just got time. a very big screen <laughs> so yeah. that I've got everything at a decent size in all four corners. Um, right, uh, off you go. Okay. I might include that. Who knows? Bit, bit of fun banter before. Oh, a little bit of fun banter, and then me going into a, an immediately fake bit. Jamie, <laughs> all right. Look, I think you know that there are only five things I care about. All right. Okay. One, my flat. Two, my dog. That's right. I'm getting a dog next week, but it's coming in. Three, my fam. Four, of course, I care about my bod. And five, the podcast. That's right. In order again, my flat, my dog, my podcast, my bod, my fam. My fam, my pod, my podcast, my bod, my fam. And of course, this is how important they are to you, that you can rattle them off easily from memory. <laughs> Definitely don't have to pause and think about what you said three seconds before. <laughs> um, I also like that, you know, normally, normally you'll come in with... You know, especially if we're doing, if we're doing lay miserable, like you're coming and we'll do, oh, what can you do that makes someone less miserable? Um, or, or whatever you did for Dark Knight Rises. I can't, we just did a bunch of bits about, you know, parodying the, the voices from that. You know, stuff that people are going to know. And, you know, when we go for a film that maybe slightly less people have seen, Don John, what you're going to open the show with is a very specific parody of around about 20 seconds of that film. All right, Jamie, you know what? You're correct. Also, the trailer, the trailer for that film. Uh, Also, Okay, is uh, it the trailer? Okay. I first saw this trailer in Quebecois. Uh, which was ah. very funny, or, or maybe French. Who knows? I assume it's. I don't know if they redub it for Quebecois. That's my real thing. Um, I don't know actually. I think there uh, there can. I in fact I think there is. I think they do. If only because I think I remember when I was researching for Dark Knight Rises, I saw that Marion Cotillard did the both the mainland French and the Canadian French uh, dubbing of uh dark knight rises so i think maybe they do have different uh, casts i know they do they for have... like spain and latin america yeah I, I know there is like linguistic differences between the two and I yeah also no know no one my... sounds like a language and the other one sounds like a dog having sick come out through its own arse uh jamie uh, my quebecois accent has actually gotten slightly better over the last year uh it went from being like oh hello which was it's, it's kind of like a, a slightly more brusque french one but uh, now it sounds a bit like this uh, which used to say bonjour ho uh, I should be, I should be saying bonjour hi, but uh, the Bloc Quebecois temporarily <laughs> tried to get shopkeep. Um, so th- th- there's a very funny thing where uh, yep. in uh, Montreal, which is uh, most of Quebec is actually not, is like monolinguistic. Yeah, just speaks uh, Quebecois, which you know, hey, good on you. You know, speak the language you want to speak. Fine. Montreal has a lot more English speakers in it, so shopkeepers will say bonjour hi um, to to you know welcome both speakers of both language. The Bloc Quebecois which is, uh, has tried to like persuade shopkeepers to stop saying bonjour hi because it's too much English and to change it to bonjour ho, but that just makes it sound like you're saying bonjour ho. <laughs> I mean, 
to be fair, that's much kinder than most uh, most people I've ever met in Paris. So, so even even just the <laughs> attempt to suggest that you might ever know an English word uh, is really kind and does not happen in Paris. I also Jamie, do realize. Jamie, yep. Shall I go to my backup intro? Okay, maybe... yeah, go for your backup intro. If it's if it's any less specific, I will be disappointed. All right, Jamie, I want you to rank in order your top five porn vids. That's right. We're going to keep getting <laughs> Lincoln with Don John. Go from, first of all, I want you to do top, uh, I'm sorry. First of all, top five genres. Second of all, top five vids. That's right, top five vids. Hello and welcome to Blank Spank Season 2 of Hathaway's Thashaway, the show where we're chronologically reviewing Anne Hathaway's entire IMDb. I'm Jamie Loxon and with me as always is my co-host Al Gillespie. Say hello Al! Ho 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 ho! <laughs> or bonjour ho Al, I guess. So, how are you doing Al? We're, we're talking about a film that Anne Hathaway appears uh, very briefly in. Uh, we've had a few episodes, you know, where we're doing big films. Um, and apparently one day, which we also talked about for an hour and 45 minutes. Um, uh, but, you know, we've had a lot of big episodes. We haven't had a time to catch up. How are you doing? You moved into a new place. You're getting a dog. What's going on? You were like, I'm trying to build a parasocial relationship. I've heard they're really bad. Um, but um, I hear that it actually makes people really want to listen to your shit. So I'm really trying to build a parasocial relationship Jamie, with our fans. we don't have a parasocial relationship. We just have a relationship. No, no, with our fans, you fuck. Like not me. <laughs> With our fans, you fuck. Not oh, in you. our fans, that's right. Because ninety nine percent of our fans don't. Yes, know are us definitely personally. not. Are definitely no, not. Jamie, already that's how we build friends. a parasocial relationship. We keep referring to it as though we know everyone <laughs> who we listen to. But someone downloaded this podcast from Australia. Australian person. I, I've I never know. even heard of Australia. <laughs> <laughs> how are you doing, Al? You are you know, vaxxed up. You you're know, moved in. I'm you're getting a dog soon. Talk yeah. to me. I have to. I have to go paint a room today. Um, by myself I uh, was going to do it with Alyssa and then she was like oh, I've had a really long week and I was like I'll paint the room by myself and that sounded like a great idea six days before I had to paint the room by myself and now I'm going to have to sit there and I know this is going to go poorly this is not going to go well Jamie Oh no, I, 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 you strike me as a handyman. I've had to paint a wall before uh, in, in the last flat I moved in with with a couple of people and it, it was a very interesting experience uh, wherein uh, I, I'm uh, famously a, a colorblind um, so, you know, decorating and, and having an eye for these sorts of things are, are on an aesthetic level, really not my bag. Whereas my two uh, flatmates, who I don't think listen to this podcast, so I think I can get away with uh, disparaging them here. If they do, well, suck it. This happened a year ago. Um, they were really keen. They were keen on painting what's apparently called a feature wall. Uh, I'd never heard of this. This is apparently where you have uh, one colour wall different uh to to you know yeah. spice it up i don't sure. know but uh so we were you know we were in uh dulux looking at all the paints they were really keen uh they uh were you know talking about all the different shades and, and what might you know bring out the room or whatever the fuck um and then it comes to paint the wall and holy fuck i've never seen two people who have clearly never even held a paintbrush in their goddamn life and it was infuriating because i you know i'm not saying i'm the greatest handyman in the world but my dad and my brother both uh, are particularly handy and therefore some of that has rubbed off on me and so 
it was infuriating that they spent all this time being like researching into what's the best fucking feature wall, what what color of lilac is going to bring out my eyes, and then they just don't even fucking know how to do it. Um, so uh, what, I, what I'm saying is sometimes doing it by yourself uh, can be uh, a less stressful experience. What, what you forget is that in the uh, in the in the six steps of Al and Jamie. Uh, I also lived with one of your flatmates for two years. Yeah. And for two years, she also suggested us painting a feature wall. <laughs> and no one took that any further. Um, well, so I, well, I, I applaud you for committing to, to I, something I, what, which was What I would like to say is, uh, is that person definitely doesn't listen to this podcast, so I can say this. Um, uh, I, I think the fact that uh, when we went to have to paint the wall back to the other colour because we don't own this property, uh, I believe she may have been uh, warded off from uh, ever attempting such a thing again. Uh, it is, of course, sucky. I'd love to live in a place where I can yeah. feel like I can make changes to it and decorate it uh, and landlords are the scum of the earth. Uh, but, uh, you know, sometimes I don't want to be uh, absolutely flecked with paint for the last three days of my goddamn lease trying to absolutely desperately make it look exactly the same as the other three walls. That's that's what currently I'm doing now. Except I have, it's by myself and with no no uh, maybe like two days left on the lease. So I'm just gonna go hard today, and I'm just painting it back white. So it's not it's not in the world. Like it's going from like a light blue to a white. It'd be fine. Yeah, you'll um, be fine. But um, did I tell you the story of yep. uh, when we foot painted it the first time around, which was uh, we went to the kind of equivalent of B and Q in Canada, um, uh, B and Q A. Uh, and uh, we got this paint and we kind of they could do the fun thing where they kind of shake it. I don't know why they have to shake it. You know what I mean? They put it in the machine where they kind of fill it up, close yeah, the yeah. lid, shake it. It's all fine. Lissa puts it in the back of this van we were renting to take stuff to and from the new place. And I went, well, that's cool. Um, but are you sure about this? Just leaving this loose in the back, this can of paint. And she's like, it's fine now. It's sealed. It can't break. And I went, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure, you know, Paint cans can still break. Just make sure you put it safely in the back. And she went, yeah, whatever, Al. Uh, naturally, we come to the new place. Uh, and of course, you feel safe uh, disparaging your own girlfriend because despite the fact she does listen to this, she won't hear it for six months. Oh, of course. And uh, we do come around the back and the uh, entire can of paint had spilled over the uh, floor of this rented car. Uh, <laughs> and then she was like, oh, no. And I was like, right, i got to do this. So I then, she was then like kind of not necessarily cleaning it, but more so like spreading it all over the carpet. <laughs> and I had to be like, no, no, I will do this. You go somewhere else, please. <laughs> please oh, go. goodness, goodness, goodness. Well, that was a delightful little chat. I'll chat to you again in six months. Time that out. Was uh, because now it's parasocial ba- <laughs> chat, right? <laughs> now, now it's back to business. Because, well, mm. of course, we are here for a reason. We are the show that is chronologically re- reviewing Anne Hathaway's entire IMDb. But you might ask, especially if you've uh, been listening to this podcast for the last few weeks, why are we doing that? Because we make vague reference to it every now and then, but sometimes, you know, we've got a lot of plot to talk about. And we don't have a lot of plot to talk about this week. So we're going to talk about the aliens instead. Because, of course, if you remember from season one, uh, the aliens had invaded. They'd uh, tasked us with uh, proving our worth to join the United States of Space. And we decided to do that by the means of Tom Hanks films. Uh, But unfortunately, we did fail. Uh, There was a bunch of other stuff, you know, Baby Yoda's going back and listen to season one if you want to listen to that. Uh, But we did fail. Uh, And there was an apocalypse. Uh, the, the, The aliens, you know, not only did they deem us not worthy to join the united states of space uh but much like uh if you've got like the romans hanging out next to you in uh, in civ 6 
uh they're, they're not just happy with you just existing uh so uh they were they were uh, pretty harsh on us uh and uh, sort of uh, thanos us really it, it, it's not quite uh, uh wiping out the entire population but it's um it's pretty brutal you know most love lo- loved ones uh were lost in fact uh, the only people left alive of course are the people that listen to this podcast uh, which Jamie, of course does yes i need to stop you there for a second you just said two things which are to me quite hilarious one you said uh, they didn't quite thanos us <laughs> They didn't take out the population. The only people left are the people that listen to our podcast, which means that canonically, yep. in your world, yep. half, over half yep. the world, over 50% yep. of the world, listens yep. to our podcast, which yep. is great. Absolutely. Fuck Absolutely. you, Joe Rogan. Well, we beat you, we beat you Joe Rogan. <laughs> of course, we do know that that means Joe Biden does listen to this podcast as we were able to reference him winning the presidential election. Taylor Swift does listen to this podcast as we were able to reference her uh, releasing her album. And you know what? I'm going to say it right now because I'm going to talk about him later. Bo Burnham <laughs> canonically listens to this podcast because I'm going to talk about him later and he was able to release uh, his brand new special inside but we'll get to that uh, which I'm sort of really about that Jamie we I have don't a really know movie, I'm, I'm definitely not really spoiling anything there uh, for long time listening to this podcast um, but of course uh, we now must uh galvanize humanity to fight back against the aliens Uh, but alexander i am skipping over of course a quite big part of what happened between season one and season two and that's because i'm unable to talk about it myself uh as i technically was not in existence to experience it um having recently watched uh loki for the the first episode of loki i might have learned a little bit more about what might have been going on while i was uh, separated and how i've come back but do tell me what happened Look, it's uh, I, I, Jamie. If you can, uh, I'm sure you will. Um, just put some like low guitar underneath this. So it's like bam, 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 bam. Yeah, yeah, no, bam, absolutely. Bam. I'm definitely you know, like, gonna, I'm yeah, definitely yeah. gonna do more editing for this. Podcast. Specifically, the riff trick uh, at the beginning of oh, the riff trick, just the riff at like the beginning of like Elsie's Baby Boy by Kid Cudi. Okay, I, I, bam, I don't bam, know bam, that, bam, but bam, I also bam, don't want to edit. Bam, so so can I, can I, can I just do it myself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so give, give me a mood because I don't know, I don't know. Like, like slow guitar, like cowboy, cowboy. Okay. The year was two. It was last year. The day was Christmas Eve. I stood before the aliens. Uh, my my chest bare, wielding a giant two-handed broadsword. Because why not? Standing over the corpse of Jamie, and I know what you might think. Did Al kill Jamie? No. The aliens punished uh, both Al and Jamie by making sure that Jamie was one of the less than 50% of people on Earth who died, despite the fact that he listened to the podcast occasionally, despite also being on the podcast. They broke their own rules. They broke their own rules. And they killed Jamie. And I said, that's unforgivable. And they went, we're going to throw Jamie's body back to the UK, and you're going to go back to Canada, and you're going to have to deal with it. And I went, what about COVID regulations? And they went, well, we just killed half the population of the world. That's worse than COVID, isn't it? And you went, well, I mean, relatively speaking, sure, but this is fictional, right? And they're like, whatever, shut up. I go back to Canada with my broadsword. I'm still not wearing a shirt, all right? I've got two, like, little, little pistol holsters now. And I've also just got this broadsword just in case, all right? I'm both a ranged and melee fighter. It's great. I'm overpowered. And uh, I decided that I have to go back and save Jamie because uh, off Jamie's corpse, I had taken his resurrection scrolls. As you might know from the last series, of course, Jamie uh, could resurrect uh, baby Yoda's. Uh, but when they were resurrected, they were brought back without a certain amount of memory. 
and he can bring them back full back. So I went across, I found Greta Thunberg's boat in New York. I sailed across on Greta Thunberg's boat. I came to the UK and with my resurrection magic, I brought Jamie back, but at what price? But you see, unlike Jamie, I am a, I'm a, I'm a, like a fighter. All right, you know, I'm a fighter. I got, I got a little bit of range. I got a little bit of melee. Jamie, Jamie's all a wizard, baby. He's like, oh, I'll bring people back from the dead. He's a little necromancer. Uh, I, on the other hand, can't do that very well. So instead, what unfortunately happened, Jamie died holding his iPod, listening to us on his iPod podcasts. And uh, in doing so, I brought Jamie back, but I also cursed the podcast so that he can bring back people from the dead, which is great as long as they died from aliens. It also means that everyone comes back 15% more raccoon each time they die. Really sad point. So Jamie, by this point, has been killed by the aliens a couple more times afterwards on our journeys to galvanise humanity, and is now, I think, about 35% raccoon. And that's where we are. That's what Jamie missed. He doesn't remember any of this, because he was dead. <laughs> that might be potentially completely unlistenable. I don't know. <laughs> I might have just... I might have just caused the most mass clicking of skip forward 15 seconds anyone's ever done um but thank you very much for giving us a lovely recap and i hope i didn't completely ruin it with my uh extremely subpar musical skills uh but hey uh, at least i get another opportunity to show off my extremely subpar musical skills uh, as i am insistent on doing in so many different episodes uh so yes of course um we are now uh, hunkering down in a post-apocalyptic society um uh, covered with raccoons. Um, I believe that's basically where that all came from. Is as you yeah. uh, you revealed to us that uh, there are a lot of raccoons in Canada, um, uh, and and they of course have made their way across, and they are uh, slowly uh, taking over the world. So and and people themselves. Uh, so we must decide what movies are going to galvanize humanity to fight back against these uh, raccoons and aliens, uh, and we must now find out whether uh, two thousand and eleven. I should have this in front of me. This is my section. 2013's, 2013's uh, Don John is going to be now, that film. Jamie, before we go into this even, yes. I do have something which I need to uh, throw out. Okay. Which is uh, the very specifically, I think this is going to enter a fun game of ours, which is, uh, <laughs> I want the audience, we're not going to say where Anna Hathaway is in this movie. And okay. At the end, we'll ask another question. So where was Anna Hathaway? Okay. And then they get a chance to reply out loud, and then we'll tell them at what part of the movie Anne Hathaway was in, okay? Okay, yeah, cool. I, I'm fine with that. Um, oh, that's going to be difficult. We're going to have to... Uh, okay. I think I, I think I can exp- I think I will, not to give anything away, but around that part, I'll just take over narration. No, no, no. And- well, no, that would be way too obvious. I'm just thinking about, um, you know, it's going to be quite clear that we're going to name lots of other characters <laughs> and then not name their characters. Uh, but, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, maybe we only name, like, the, the first, like, the main, like, four people. Um, sure. So, yeah, uh, Don John. Don John. Uh, Don John. <laughs> just just Don, Don John. John. Uh, Don John, 2013. Uh, originally <laughs> a uh, Sundance uh, Film Festival uh, film. Um, and eventually released in September uh, later that year. Uh, made on a small budget. Uh, this is uh, written, directed, and starring, of course, uh, by uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt in his directorial debut. Uh, he had directed a few short films uh, since then, and in fact, uh, this is uh, fortuitous timing as he has his next directorial piece uh, coming out uh, later this year as an Apple TV series called Mr. Corman, uh, where he is once again writing, directing, and starring. Um, 
Uh, but this was his first foray into feature-length films. He had a decent amount of experience uh, directing and collaborating as well with his, um, what would you call hit record? Creative. It's not creative, creative project. Yeah. Creative collaborative project. It's a thing, uh, if people haven't heard of hit record, um, uh, where creative people of all different uh, stars and stripes will just send in things yeah. whether that's a song or 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 a mood board or a sure. or a shot or propose like themselves as an actor or whatever, right? or, like, or whatever and it's a collaborative creative experience yeah, um it, it's meant to be like a platform for like multimedia collaboration so for example the idea is you're making a game and you need some audio you need like an audio line recorded for that you could put it up as a project people could then submit it and then you would be able to use that. I think license yeah. free. I think um, it. It's. I won't disparage it. I, I'll. 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 Hey, be, I'll just be positive. It, it, like, has has it created any uh, mind blowing pieces of art? Potentially not. But it is uh, an opportunity for creatives to sure. share and collaborate. Oh, and that's, that's never it. a bad thing. Do you remember? Thing. Do you remember the uh, Ubisoft press? Sorry, uh, in time for uh, we're going to date ourselves. Where uh, there's going to be a Ubisoft press conference today, or an EA one. I can't remember which one. Um, but uh, a couple of years ago, uh, Beyond Good and Evil was shown off at uh, at this, and out comes on stage Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I think, wow, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's going to be in this game. Joseph Gordon-Levitt was not going to be in this game. Hit Record was going to be in this game, Jamie. Specifically, yeah. they were asking you to make art pieces and stuff which would go in the game world, um, which you know is something which would normally get people paid. Like that's yes. that's a job. Yes. Yeah, maybe that's maybe pay maybe pay your artists. Anyway, yeah. um, uh, it is of course starring uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt itself. I think I started that by saying it's a, a, a low budget indie piece, uh, and I didn't finish it off. A budget of seven point five million, uh, so really quite a small budget, especially given uh, some of the names that are in this. And it made a, a, a absolutely reasonable um, box office of forty one point three million uh, on that. Uh, very very yeah. successful yeah. for its budget. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt wrote uh, the uh, part, uh, the main female part uh, of Barbara Sugarman, uh, with Scarlett Johansson in mind, uh, and he was very fortunate, uh, very happy when she um, she did uh, agree to be in it. Uh, we also have Julianne Moore uh, playing uh, the older. Well, well, well I, I don't even want to spoil. I don't know. I don't know why I'm saying that. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, Julianne Moore also appears in this. Tony Danza uh, plays Joseph Gordon-Levitt's dad and is great. Uh, and uh, Brie Larson plays uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's sister. Uh, and we will discuss perhaps uh, her uh, appearance in this film uh, at some point. Uh, and then you know, other people also appear in this film. One of them is Anne Hathaway. We won't spoil anything because apparently we're playing a game. Um, it's a fun game. I it is a fun say- game. Do you yep. want to do? Should we do our six steps of Anne Hathaway? Uh, there's, there's just uh, one more thing uh, that is. There's not much notable about this. Uh, there is one more thing uh, that is notable about it. Uh, for people who don't know, this film is about uh, a man who has a porn addiction. The Don John is a man who has a porn addiction. Um, uh, and originally at Sundance, it had a NC17 um, uh, rating. Uh, for people who don't know, that's that's the worst American rating. Uh, because of the uh, quite visceral pornography that was apparently included in it um, and he decided to remove some of the more graphic scenes to get an R rating because he was worried the original rating would make people think it was about pornography and well done Joseph Gordon-Levitt this film is definitely not about pornography now <laughs> um, uh, and 
there's also um, a slew of uh, pornographic uh, actors and actresses that appear throughout the movie. Uh, the most notable of which uh, would be uh, Alexis Texas appears uh, a lot. She's uh, the one of the uh, main ones. But you also have Brie Olsen. Uh, Manuel Ferreira, Tori Black, um, uh, Stoyer, and Mia Malkova. Uh, of course, who I've I've never heard of any of these people. Uh, Jamie, so, I yes. have to ask because I haven't heard of any of these people. But yep. just just and you know just feel free to say no, you're an idiot. But um, Brie Olsen, any relation to to the Olsen twins? No, not related to the Olsen twins. Uh, Brie Olsen. <laughs> Free Olsen uh, is uh, being relatively famous for being one of the porn stars that, um, oh, what's his name? Tiger Blood. Um, Charlie oh, Sheen. You know, uh, Charlie Sheen. Relatively famous for being one of the porn stars that Charlie Sheen was fucking during his breakdown. So uh, oh. there you go. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> Um, so yeah, let's do our uh, six degrees of separation or six degrees of Kevin Bacon. And this is where we try to connect this film to our erstwhile uh, season one star, Tom Hanks, by virtue of the game Six Degrees of Separation, sure. using actors who have starred together in films. Alexander, this can be done in one step. Uh, uh, oh, Christ. It, it's probably a Tony Danza one, isn't it? But yeah, I don't know Tony, who Tony Danza Tony... is. Oh, Alexander, cast your mind back to cast? goodness great. No, cast your mind back to goodness gracious, probably April of 2019. We were sat together in your um, in your flat, huddled together, didn't even know what a pandemic was. I was a little bit angry with you because we'd recently had a month long, maybe even longer uh, long break uh, before recording Bosom Buddies. Uh, and we recorded oh our third episode of Taxi. Tony Danza's Tony, in Taxi? T- Tony Danza is in Taxi. Tony Danza plays okay, the boxer. Okay. Uh, Tony Danza plays the boxer in Taxi. And I was wrong. Yeah. That was our fourth episode, not our third episode. Uh, but it's, it was after Bosom Buddies. Uh, so true. yeah, Tony, Tony Danza is in this and Tony Danza is in Taxi. Um, he plays the the boxer in that, uh, uh, which Tom Hanks was in for an episode. So it can be done mm-hmm. in one step. Fun facts for all listeners. The uh, only arguments Jamie and I have had about this podcast have tended to be in between the uh, recordings of like second and third episodes when we're trying to like cram in a bunch of episodes into one day. <laughs> yeah, uh, those are the only arguments we've, we've had. We've had arguments so. about other things, but about the podcast, it tends that's, to yeah, be... They're, they're, uh, they're the only off-mic arguments we've had. We've yeah. had plenty of on-mic arguments. Um, so yeah, let's talk... Uh, oh, goodness gracious, Dun-dun. Alexander. It was supposed Dun-dun. to be a shorter episode. I always Dun-dun. forget, uh, whenever we're supposed to do shorter episodes it's now 25 minutes in yeah why is this not a film about cockneys all right because don john is maybe the most cockney name i've ever it is uh it is if it's not the most cockney name uh it is uh the most italian american name you've ever heard in your life and boy howdy if you weren't ready to hear either these actors or us do some terrible american italian american accents for the next uh, uh so however long um, yes, we, we open and uh, we have... We open on... Th- yeah. Actually, one of your favourite segments, Jamie, which of course is talking about production company logos. Yes. And specifically, the, uh, the, production company lo- the production company logo for Voltage comes up and it is the worst production company oh, yeah, logo really I've ever seen. It's really bad. 
um, um it, it's it like terrible. a low low res cgi like door with like electricity you, like coming out if you remember the animation in hoodwinked it's worse than that um <laughs> it, it's sub hoodwinked now so, uh, i do believe do we start on the thing that you were parodying yeah. uh, at the beginning so i do want to talk about this because uh, uh we we open and i think I, I have a theory here that Joseph Gordon-Levitt did his audio before filming. He did the voiceovers before filming. And he's going so fucking hard on this accent. It is ridiculous. And then when they came to on set, people had to be like, you know, Joe, just please. Just like down like half an inch. Because he comes in and he's like, okay, there's only a few things I care about in my life. And this is the thing I want to say. He says, there's only a few things I care about in my life. And then lists like 18 fucking things. He's like, I care about my bod, my pad, the girls, my body, my dog, my ride, the boys, the girls. And he's just like, okay. My porn. My, my, and, uh, and finishes, of course, on my porn. Uh, but my guy, that's not a few things. That's the things most people care about. Themselves, other people, and their material things. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, you're not abnormal um but yes he introduces that he loves his porn uh and so we learn uh pretty early on that um you know of course if i'm joseph gordon levitt and i'm writing a movie i'm gonna write a movie about how i can just fuck any women i want and that's kind of the point of the movie right from the beginning it's not the point of the movie uh it, it, it veers away from that but the the the, the, the initial concept <laughs> is not the point of the movie no but the initial concept is i'm a man that's so attractive and for some reason mm. despite my accent uh, and how i act um people women just fall themselves over at ja- me. jamie but, the reason is because yeah. he's in new jersey and everyone else has the same accent <laughs> or if not, i will accept bad. that the accent is probably probably less of a barrier to entry than uh than elsewhere um but yeah He's he's the sexiest man that has ever lived, and he can get anyone he wants. He can get the dime pieces, as he says. Oh, they're they're at the club. They're talking about no, no, well, that's Jamie, that's an eight. That's an eight. That's not a nine. That's an eight. I've never been. I've not been to a club since I was at uni. But let's be honest here. What club is this? Which just looks like a school sports hall. This is the most <laughs> like open, high roofed club I've ever yeah. seen. The lights are Absolutely. incredibly non flashy. You kind of watch anyway. something. They are definitely a um, low-budget movie. I'm, I'm being way too slow on this film that we should uh, sure. get through. So they, Basically, he's he can fuck women. women all he wants, but, you know, the real pussy ain't good enough, and he loves porn instead. That's a quote. Um, um, that, that, yes, that, that, is, that is not an impression. That is, that the, is, that the, is exactly what he says. The is says. He, it, he's, dis, he's dissatisfied with regular sex because uh, people, the people he has, like, one-night stands with, they're not as good as the porn stars. The porn stars do all this stuff which he likes and it overstimulates him almost. And he's looking for a form of release. He's looking to, to I think he says, to escape himself when he gets yeah. into porn. And he, yeah, um, he loses he himself sees, in porn. He finds quite early on in the film uh, one Scarlett Johansson uh, who plays um, Sugarman. Yes, Barbara Sugarman. Bar- which, Barbara Sugarman. Is, which is, I mean, if you're... I find it hilarious that they were writing a character where the entire concept is she is the most attractive woman alive and they give her the name Barbara Sugarman. Yeah, it's a very <laughs> It's, it's a the most name. middle-aged aunt name I've ever met yeah. in my life. Anyway, he meets her uh, and you know, you know, unlike all the other women, he's 
she's not going to give it up. You know, they're they're at the club, you know, they're making out and she's like, oh, sure, what you talking about? I'm not like that. I'm going home. Um, she is also hamming up the accent uh, to, yeah. to incredible degrees. Um, uh, and, you know, uh, JGL, he, he's, he, he knocks out. He's like, oh, wow, she was a bitch anyway. And he goes, sleeps with someone else. Um, keeping his streak. This is a key thing. Whenever they go out, yeah. him, him yeah. and his two boys, he yeah. always gets laid. No, 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 that's not even the streak, Jamie. The streak is that, but also that he only has sex with people who are eights and above. That is yes. a very crucial part of the streak, and they have to do this based on uh, an algorithm where each of them will shout out a number about the woman, and as long as the average number is eight, they're happy with it. This yeah. is because his mate recently said about one woman he had sex with that she was a seven. He was angry at this. The other friend said, well, she's a nine, and that averages out to Averages eight. out to an eight, of course. Um, but after he sleeps with this person, you know, even after sleeping with us he goes and has uh you know goes and masturbates and watches porn um i should say uh we, we're not really going to dive into it but at various points uh, throughout many of these montages there are just multiple shots of porn just yeah. just loads of shots Watch of porn. the list um, she was very uncomfortable yeah uh, as was um, i to be honest watching this with anyone uh, um, but they do they do f- uh, there's one thing i want to uh note on which is um uh, at, at the end of many of these sequences, uh, they, they do a little thing of him throwing the yeah. tissue in the bin. And they do this with a sound effect. And I know what they're going for. This is specifically the sound effect of you putting something in the trash in your Mac. It's that sound effect that plays, the little mm. thing there. But you know what that is? That's a piece of paper. And that makes a very different sound <laughs> to, to, to what Joseph Gordon-Levitt is throwing in. And I know it shouldn't annoy me because what are they going to do? Make a... Noise every single time. I understand that's not going to be fun for anyone, but just the fact that it's a it's very clearly paper being yeah. being thrown in the bin every single time. It annoyed me. It's Jamie, but whatever. you're missing out the the best part of these sequences, which of course is seeing uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt direct himself uh, with his orgasm <laughs> faces. Yes, uh, yes, multiple times in this film. Um, it is shortly after this uh, that we learned that uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is also uh, uh, um. A good Christian boy, and he goes to to My church God. every Sunday, and he and he confesses every one of his sins. So there are multiple shots that, yeah. throughout this of him just going in. Oh, hey, Father, uh, I had premarital sex eight times this week. I masturbated to pornographic images thirty four times this week. Um, and uh, the, the the father goes, Oh, hell Marys, full of grace. Twenty hell um, Marys, twenty hell yeah. um, uh, And so we meet his family for the first time. Tony Danter, his dad, Brie Larson, his sister uh and sorry i will do his uh mother played by uh glenn headley uh mm-hmm. and there's not much to say about this other than the mum wants terrible. him to find a good uh good 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 italian christian girl wants him to find someone to to settle down with uh brie larson says nothing uh and tony danza gets angry at his son uh because he's a shithead. Because he's, he's a shithead. Nice he, he likes he likes watching football. Um, they are both wearing you know the 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 whitest tank tops you've ever seen in your life. Uh, I'm not giving the offensive uh, word that you might give those, but I'm sure they would. Um, uh, and yeah, uh, so we get a few more sequences. You know, he's going to the gym. He's he's um, he's masturbating all the time. Uh, but he can't get Scarlett Johansson out of his head. Look, he's, I just he's, like that's the bit of the plot that you do bring up is like he's going to the gym, he's masturbating. masturbating he's an course. important plot point that he is continually <laughs> masturbating. So, um, right. so he and his he and his mate are on the computer, uh, uh, and they're they're going to do some internet sleuthing, uh, and they find Barbara Sugarman uh, on Facebook, and his friend is like. 
Oh, you got you got to do the long haul on this. Actually, wait, he's he's the only guy without a fucking Brooklyn accent in this movie. Uh, but he's like, you got to do the long haul on this one. You might have to, you know, take her out to 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 dinner. You know, you might even have to take her out for coffee. And his mate's like, wow, this is fucking crazy. Don John taking a girl out for coffee. Uh, but that's what he agrees to do. He meets Scarlett Johansson. Uh, they meet for coffee. Um, and Scarlett Johansson starts, starts like, needling him in She's a little bit. She's playing with him. She's like, hey, I'm going to be a real housewife of New Jersey. <laughs> and he's like, hey, I want to, you know, I want to make love to you. And she's like, you're not going to make love to me. Oh, no. no. I, and she's chewing gum the whole I time. He's like, oh, I like you. Uh, uh, I'm I'm making fun of her moments. I like Scarlett Johansson in this. I think I think she is meeting the hamminess that is required for this film, but it's also potentially this film's downfall. Um, they then, after uh, uh, meeting for coffee, go and watch a film. They go and watch a rom com, uh, and it's it's expressed that you know she loves this shit. Don Johnny don't get it. He's like, oh, oh, that fake love romance. That that's not real. But it's you know, she's taking it that in at like this crack. point. The film is drawing an analogy between. Don John's porn addiction and her um, her like taste for uh, like unrealistic expectations set by yes uh, I, I I I think they're both they're you both you like are these, you like, are correct you yeah. are correct what I would say is uh, uh, that this film is potentially doing it slightly subtly isn't the wrong word but I I I think I think it's it doesn't commit fully to exploring that aspect. It, it, well, yeah, it, it doesn't explore any of this women really enough to. Yeah. To explore um, that, but, yes. but yeah, that, so they they leave. Uh, they they kiss outside the the movie theater and they go on a few more dates. You know, he he's still confessing his sins. He's uh, talking. Yeah, he's going to the gym, etc. I just want to skip to the the sure. fucking stupidest sure. scene in this film, which is after one of their dates. Uh, um, <laughs> they they can, come back. She also tells him that he needs to uh, get out of the service industry. She's not really oh, happy yeah. with his job. She yeah, so she wants him to take to take one store. night class. Take one night class. You are correct. That's that is important. Um, uh, it's also should we should we talk about at this point because it, it's not really a point that's relevant to the plot. Um, what the fuck does anyone do in this film? He's apparently in the service industry. It, it's sort of alluded later that he's a bartender, but he also yeah. has a fucking ridiculously nice apartment, like a really nice apartment. And it's never really expressed what she does, but she's also like, he's going, he's, when he's down at the club, he explicitly orders a Grey Goose vodka. Like, what, what bar is this man he, working at? What he, other That dips? club. He bartends that club. Oh, he bartends that club. Really? Yeah. Yeah, 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 because we see a scene earlier where he's like shaking a cocktail for a woman and she grabs his hand and I thought instead of gra her grabbing his hand, he was grabbing her boot, but he wasn't and she writes her number on his hand. That's the same club. Or it needs to be the same club. I think you are correct. Um, Anyway, and so yes, he, he needs to go to a night class. Now, now Jamie, I, 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 I want yeah. to break, break something really quickly to you, okay? Yeah. You hold, do you have a strong cup of tea, like maybe like a vodka, because you need money to steady your nerves, but there okay. are cities in the world where the cost of living... Is reasonable. <laughs> there are cities in the world where the cost of living is reasonable. Neither of us live in those cities, but they exist. They exist, Jamie, and we have to accept that fact that sometimes in movies people live in like apartments which are reasonable enough for their income. It sucks. It sucks. They, it's terrible. Yeah, but they live in New Jersey, which is pretty near Jersey. New York. Is that yeah, not? Yeah, but, but exactly. It's pretty near New York. It's Jersey City. I, I imagine the cost of living in Jersey City is infinitely lower than anywhere in new york city okay fair enough i will um, look this up and so I'll get back to you, but yeah. they they are they are coming back from a date 
<laughs> and we once again get uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt directing himself in an incredibly uncomfortable scene where uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson uh, refuses to uh, let him come in. Uh, she's like, no, baby, I can't let you come in yet. What will the people say? Oh, geez, I want you to meet my friends. And while she's doing this, uh, she is grinding on him. Uh, they are both still fully clothed, stood out the, outside the door, but uh, she is fully grinding on him uh, until he until he just fucking comes in his pants. Uh, she's just fucking building him up, going, oh, you're going to meet my friend, you're going to meet my family, oh, come for me, baby, meet my family. It's very weird. And somehow not the weirdest sex scene or sexually related scene in this movie. Um oh. Uh, so he agrees to uh, meet the friends and we get, you know, a dinner. It's it's their one month anniversary and, you know, they're meeting other friends. And he, he does a little toast. Oh, I, it's the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. I knew her from the second I locked eyes on her. Uh, they're at the club later. Scarlett Johnson's chatting with her friends. Um, and her friends are like, oh, you know, he's cute. What does he do? Oh, he's a bartender. Oh, but he's taking night classes and all that sort of stuff. And then she goes, um, oh, but we haven't slept together. And she's like, oh, you haven't slept together yet. Oh, I'd like him even more. Meanwhile, the boys are trying to get Don John back. He's like, hey, what do you think it says that one over there in the blue dress? That an eight? And he's like, ah, I got a dying piece at home, buddy. I don't need none of this no more. <laughs> How far can I take it? How far? How far am either you Jimmy, or me willing to take you it? You stopped saying words a couple minutes ago. <laughs> you know, you're just going, and, and and honestly, I'm I still dark, don't but... think I'm that far away from the absurdity of, not, the, uh, yeah, of the accents in so, this. So so this kind of happens. He's at night school. Um, at night school, uh, there a couple of things happen. Uh, one, he runs into Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore is crying about something. He doesn't give a shit. All right, he goes back inside. Uh, later on, uh, he will uh, be watching porn. Uh, sorry, and then we skipped over that. That's, that's in the final future. But um, the other thing is, in the next time we see him go to the night class, uh, he uh, is outside and um, uh, Scarlett Johansson calls him up and is like, Hey, ba- hey, baby. You want to come over tonight? Can I come over to your apartment tonight? Okay, she is, she is traveled about 500 miles earlier. south. I was doing a much better impression earlier than I was doing there. Um, and he's like, yeah, you can come over. Yeah, I'm Jason Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, yeah. No, does, bro. And I'm from California. Um, and they kind of power through. So they then go have sex for the first time. And he's like, it should be rapturous. You know, her butt, great. Her Because bo- this is a sequence that's been happening in the movie. So I'm, this is a quote. Yeah. Her butt, great. Boobs, great. Blowjob, she's too attracted to give blowjobs. <laughs> um, but then immediately afterwards, he goes and watch, watches porn. Uh, he, yeah. he didn't find it satisfying. Um, he still he wanted his porn. Yeah. And she then comes out and it's like, what the fuck are you doing? What and I want, to, doing? I want to quickly examine yep. the scene. To I, say well, two things, two things. Yep. She feels overly strong about porn in general and doesn't believe yep. that anyone watches porn. That is on her and not it, it's it, that. That said, if the immediately after the first time I had sex with someone, they went and watched porn, I would I would feel kind of annoyed about that. That feels like a commentary on your sex, you guys. Yeah, I, I, I think it. I think it's fair and valid to be annoyed uh, at the timing of the masturbation, but that's not really what she's annoyed about. Specifically in this movie, she is just annoyed about the the pornography in general. And this is somehow the second movie we've ever reviewed where a man, where just the concept of a man watching pornography is treated as an absurd thing. It happened with Brian Cranston in Larry Crown, and now it's happening to Joseph Gordon-Levitt. 
Elliot and Don John. Now, admittedly, he watches it a little bit more than perhaps most men. Um, uh, but yeah, so he he's like, no, baby, what are you thought? One of my boys sent me that. You know when your boys sent you pornos? Just as like a this joke? Is... You know, Alexander, you know, after every podcast, I'm always just linking you my favorite porn from the week. Just, you know, classic boy behavior. Famously, uh, famously, uh, there is a, amongst our friend group, uh, a lads chat of which I'm not a part of. And I'm really sad because <laughs> it means I don't get all the fun porn recommendations. They're just, they're just sending each other porn links. Then they're like, oh, I was like porn. So I don't get to be on it. <laughs> That is, that, that is the dis- disavowing criteria for you. Um, uh, but no, he's like, oh, baby, I don't need porn. I can get pussy whenever I want. Again, his quote, not mine. Um, and she's like, oh, so you don't do that, baby? You don't do that? You never do that? And she's like, yeah, no, no, I, I never do that. And she's like, okay, well, porno, never right? fucking lie to me. Um, and, you know, he, he tries to give up, uh, yeah. but he can't. He can't. He can't. And as you say, he is uh, at the next night class watching it on his phone in yeah. class. Um, and that's when Julianne Moore comes back up to him. Uh, and it is a very... I, 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 Julianne Moore, fucking hell, go and do a proper comedy. Because fuck me, her comedy timing in the scene is so good. She comes up and she just initially is like, um, hey... Um, I just wanted to apologize uh, about when you walked in on me, uh, you know, I was crying. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. You're like 52. I ain't looked at nobody over 26 for four yeah, years. No um, uh, and, and she's like, oh, well, you know, I, I just realized, you know, I, I, I've been doing that a lot lately, but I've not been doing it in front of other people. And it was actually really important for me uh, to, to do that. And it was actually quite uh, cathartic. Uh, and by the way, were you watching naked people on your phone just before now? Uh, and that's how we got it. It's, there are people yeah. around here. He's not yeah. in like an alley or something. He's just sitting um, in his class being like going to watch some fucking uh, porn but yeah her timing on that is so so good i did not do it justice um but yeah and he's like no i what wasn't what you're talking about lady um and she's like no no it's fine it's fine um and so uh we then have the meeting of the families um uh jgl uh takes uh, takes scarlett johansson uh, to meet his family um of course tony dance is like oh my god i didn't expect you to bring a real dying piece up in here um uh, and uh, they have a, a lovely little dinner the parents before, before lo- we get sued by the state of new jersey let's retire these accents there we go i think we found it i refuse <laughs> absolutely not alexander i will what be I love, incomprehensible by the, the end first, of this podcast. the first six months of the podcast i would occasionally do some funny accents and you would be like, no, Al, that's so offensive. <laughs> but as soon as it's New Jersey, you're like, all right, all I know about New Jersey oh, is that everyone white people, York, I can do this one. <laughs> yeah, I know that everyone in New York hates it. So that means it's okay for me to do this accent. Absolutely, badly. absolutely. Hey, and I will not be, um, unlike you, you absolute coward who apologized on around episode eight to our Italian-American listeners. I will not be. I will fight our Italian-American listeners. Anyone wants to? This is not an Italian accent. It's it's very specific, and you are doing very specifically. A I am New a Jersey accent, yeah. right? Yes, I, I have been watching a lot of uh, Real Housewives in New Jersey, uh, and it turns out really in preparation for this, so I can come to the veracity <laughs> of this movie. Uh, and I will tell you that uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt isn't really built enough; he's too skinny. Like he's he's Jack. He's worked out a lot for this, but he's yeah. not really broad enough in shape. Um, to do it like to do it properly he would probably actually really either need to have gone to like bodybuilder levels of muscle which he's not really he's just kind of like shredded rather than jacked Uh, and but other than that, I, I yeah, think, yeah, uh, fuck JGL. Absolute, I mean, look, absolute yeah. pussy. 
<laughs> you can't even get jacked. What's wrong with him? Oh, it wanted to, so, I'm sorry. I totally take my body and direct your own movie, but you're not going to become a fucking bodybuilder for it. What a wanker. Um, um, right. So, uh, then at the next night, so yeah, they have the dinner, you know, the, the families, they, they, the, but, the parents, they love, they love them. doesn't seem, you know, she's, Brie she's Larson, got her eye Brie, on, yeah. her eye Brie on Larson Scarlett Johansson. Doesn't say anything again. Um, uh, so he goes and he gets his, uh, his he, he actually goes to the, the father and he says he stopped watching porn. He's lying, but he said he's doing it. And uh, so the father said, and he only had premarital sex like priest. once or something. You say the priest. You give him the father. I've got to be respectful to him. Um, um, uh, and he says, you know, I only had premarital sex like uh, three times or whatever. Uh, and so this time, previously, he's always been getting 10 Hail Marys and, and 10 whatever they are. Um, but this time he gets five. And he's like, yeah, fucking nailed it. Um, he's at class again. Julianne Moore pops up. She's got a porn DVD for him because Julianne Moore's fucking hilarious in this movie. And uh, she's like, I don't know. I just thought that might be slightly different from the stuff you watch. You know, it's a little bit off. Yeah. She's like, I don't watch this stuff. What you talking yeah, about, I, lady? I'm not addicted to the pornography. What you say, you're saying that I'm addicted to the porn. Are you saying that I'm addicted to the porn? And she's yeah. like, nah, I'm just saying like, why were you fucking jacking it in a classroom full of people, dude? <laughs> But they that's the thing, on. he's not jacking it in that moment. He's just watching, he's just watching the porn. <laughs> when he's watching it, he's, which is borderline psychopathic shit. Um, uh, anyway, uh, so JJL, he, he goes to the gym for the first time with Scarlett Johansson. That's a big thing for some reason. Uh, he's with his boys. His boys are like, hey, come out to the club. And he's like, no, I got a chick. I, no, I ain't nobody also, at the club who's going to be the you same also as my missed girl. The, uh, the bit where he starts doing his Hail Marys while doing pull-ups. Yes, yes, while he's fucking he's doing, his doing pull-ups. While he does pull-ups, which is very, very weird, but very funny. Um, but yeah, um, he's like, no, I I'm going to go and meet, meet my girl. You know, she's, she's real pretty. And they go out for dinner. Um, I can't really remember what happens at, at dinner that time. We, oh, nothing. Uh, basically, it's like a, a sequence of things um, starts to happen, which is one, uh, Scarlett Johansson keeps trying to change him. She's like, yes. can hey, we t- I, can, my ex-boyfriend was making six figures. You're not making six figures, but you can, baby. You can, can we talk? Can we talk about the scene in in the supermarket or wherever they are? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, which is, I think, may have been used... I think the clip of this might have been used in uh, last week tonight, the, where, where he's like talking about a Schwiffer, all right? He comes yeah. in, he's talking about how to put stuff up on the walls, like Jamie was uh, painting the wall. He's a handyman like Jamie is, all right? Yeah. And then at the end, he goes, uh, he's like, hey, do you need like a, they're talking about like dirt or something. He's like, I'll get you Schwiffer pads. They're not Schwiffer pads. They're fantastic. Great for hardwood floors. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, talk about Schwiffer. I'll go get you Schwiffer. And she goes and, off. Yeah, she is furious at him. She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why are you talking about cleaning in public? What the, That's embarrassing. You're a yeah. man. You don't clean your own what? apartment. It's the weirdest fucking, like, because, and I, it's the weirdest fucking thing. I take. cannot stress this enough, but I, refu- I genuinely refuse to believe there are women so ingrained in the patriarchy. That they are like, oh, I have found the one, ma- like the the one in uh, one hundred men who like to keep their apartment incredibly clean. That's a bad thing. I don't <laughs> yeah. like that. No, no, but it's it's not even that. It's not it, her issue. Isn't with that he wants the apartment to be clean. Her issue is with the fact that he's he going to do it. Yeah. She's like, no, no, no. I'll get my I'll get my cleaner. She'll come down. And you know, you can't be cleaning yourself. That's embarrassing. And he's just like, well, no. I just like I kind of respect my house. Like I want yeah. it to be clean. That's, so that's I do it good myself. quality to. Have it is something yeah. which I wish I was better at. Um, uh, they then there's a there's another class uh, meeting between Julia Moore and JGL. I can't he, really remember she, what happens there. Some notes. She copies some notes. Yes, yeah, she copies some notes. You are correct. We then um, and to... he comes home, 
and and, and uh, this is it, when this is when things start to yeah, fall apart. Scarlett Johansson looks at him and is crying, and he's like, "Yo, what's wrong, but yo, baby, yo, baby, what's wrong?" And she's like, "I went on." You like what was the first thing I said in our first meeting with you? I said, "Don't lie to me." I said, "Don't lie to me." And what did you do? You lied to me. He's like, "Baby, I don't know what anyone's been saying." He's, she's like, "No, you've been lying to me. You said you didn't watch pornos. I know you watch pornos. You watched like thirty-two pornos today." And he was like, "You went no, not even thirty-two. Sorry, you went on to thirty-two websites for pornos today." Yeah. And he's like, "No, no, no, I don't do that." And she's like, "No, I went on your history." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "What's that?" Like yeah. your browser history. Yeah, and he's like, "What's your browser history?" And um, he's like, "Oh shit, that exists." And I refuse to believe a man that addicted no. to porn who has been trying to hide it from his wife, uh, his partner, does not know what a browser. No, absolutely, is. completely unrealistic. But anyway, she walks out on him because of the broken trust. Um, and then we get. She's like, uh, "You're next- scum." She's like, "You're disgusting." And yeah. He's like, "Hey, men yeah. watch porn," and she's like, "No, one." That's deflecting. You watch way too much porn. You are yeah. addicted. That is important. There, is, there are two things I want to say here. Being three things. One, there you can make ethical porn. Not all yep. it is, you can. Yeah. All right. Two, it is fine to watch porn ethically and in moderate amounts. Fine. Three, you can also be addicted to porn, which Joseph yes. Gordon-Levitt's character is. Yes. Um, uh, and uh, we, is we, will, we will loop. We will loop back to that. That's one of my main issues uh, with. Uh, this film is is the dichotomy between those sorts of things um, uh, and it's sort of adding to the silliness. Anyway, uh, and so they break up uh, and he, he then says, my previous record was 32 times in a day and I broke that today. I went 30... 30 no, Alexander. Alex, not, 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 not. It was 11. It was. It was 11. He said, I went 11. He said, yeah, okay, I went 11 okay, times okay. today. Anyway. Okay, I I, e- okay, fine. I oversold it, but possible. either way, either way, still, you know, not to out either of us as men who have masturbated, but, you know, we have 11 Spoke times. Speakers. 11 times. I'm sorry, by the time he's done with that, he's firing out a flag that says come out of his dick instead of, there is nothing coming out at the Can end of the that. Comical poof of air. Label, <laughs> Can this be the one that we label Al's mum? Please don't please listen. Please don't listen to this, um, um, Yeah, look. It's, so yeah, it's, he he breaks his record, uh, and then he's out with the boys, well, he, and no, the no, boys no, and, are like, and also, hey. He has a yeah. little depression montage. He, very specifically, yes. there's a montage which shows him to be like, he's like, yeah, no, I'm really happy I broke up with them because now I can just masturbate all the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that that's the best shit. Um, but he's he's out of the club, and the boys are like, hey, how's it going? And he's like, I'm he's out like, looking for bitch. something. He's like, whoa. Well, what about that? And he's exactly. He goes, ah, oh, fuck that bitch. And he's like, whoa, that's crazy. We're quoting. Um, sorry. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, uh, uh, he doesn't reveal to his mum. Uh, he does go back. He uh, admits to the father again that he masturbated. Maybe this is where I'm getting the 32 from. I think this is where, I think he says he masturbated 32 times, yeah. times this week. Um, uh, uh, and he, Which means he's that he really had one that. really intense session and then just a couple yeah. more. Um, but then we get saving grace of this movie the greatest human to ever live one of his mates uh pops up to his flat uh and he's just like hey bro how you doing uh and he's like yeah no no, i'm doing fine and he's like yeah so um no, you're not. what you're not. what happened with that what happened with that girlfriend and he's like yeah fuck that bitch he's like yeah no i know you said that but um but what happened he's like oh you're taking her side he's like no i'm not taking her side what you okay like dude what happened <laughs> and he's just so kind and understanding um uh, and basically jgl goes oh you know she caught me watching porn you know i watch some porn you got me watching porn and and then uh 
uh, he, uh, she, the guy is like, oh, that was it? She, he caught you watching porn? Yeah, fuck that bitch. He's like, yes, I withheld information and made myself seem the good side. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, uh, and then he goes to class, and this is where this film starts to get fucking weird. Um, he goes back to class, sure. uh, and he spots Julianne Moore after class, and is like, hey, old lady who I've seen crying and I've had one conversation with. Let's fuck in your car. Because uh, so literally it's just he sees her and then she sees him and then she gives him a hand job. Like, yeah, well, they're, no, they're not I, having I sex, think... but they are like, they're, they're, they're having, uh, man- I think they're I, having manual I think, sex. I think they're fucking. I, I think they are. Okay. It, it, we don't, all we see is the car. We don't see it. So I, I, it might no, 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 no. The, no they, it's definitely at least mu- something is mutual is happening, whether it's, yeah, whether yeah, it's full yeah. sex or not. It might be mutual masturbation. You might be right. Um, uh, because she says she's a satisfied customer. But anyway, yeah. it, so it's specifically framed as the same look that he gives women across the club that we see earlier. He gives her that look yeah. here. And of course, it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Jimmy, and he's Jimmy. written this movie, so that's all yeah. he needs. I, I, and I know we're on a podcast medium, but I want you to just give me... Your, you went to drama nope. school. Give me that. Just nope. give it to me. Just, just, nope, I refuse. On, just, I have to, <laughs> Alexander, Alexander, I only refuse uh, because I fear for you. Yeah, uh, the, the the barrier between us now uh, is such that uh, the 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 pure pure <laughs> frustration that would be caused by me giving you this look uh, it wouldn't be safe it wouldn't be uh, you wouldn't be no, able to paint that wall right. well you might be able to paint that wall later Alexander if you know what I mean anyway um uh, so uh, they they do whatever they do in the car and then she's smoking weed uh, they're having a little chat and uh, she's like what happened to your girl don't uh, smoke and she weed immediate- drive, guys yeah don't smoke uh, weed she- drive. <laughs> She immediately is uh, like, well, it's, it's clearly not as simple as you're saying. And she's like, oh, she figures out, no, it's not just that you masturbated. It's not that she caught you once. It's that she caught you once. You said you weren't going to do it again. And then she caught you again. Yeah. Um, and she basically goes on like, well, you know, why do you do that? Like, and and um, talks about, starts to, you know, open him up to the world of, of making love. Mature, uh, saying, mature adult relationships. Uh, yes, is, uh, and and it's like, look, you know, that porn, you know, maybe it's warping you. And you know, you you can lose yourself in a woman, but you've got to give it. And you know, it's yeah, going to be different fake. from how. And is at this point, he's raised to him the idea that like what's porn happening on screen isn't real, and he like seems quite disturbed by the idea that yes. pornography is fake. Yes, he seems to only just be learning this. Um, uh, he then goes back uh, to to class again. Uh, and immediately, but even before class this time, pulls her they, away. He's they, like, I, and and then we get. Uh, I, I I referenced it before. Of um, well, actually, I'll 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 I'll, I'll not uh, spoil it too much. But they he starts kissing her. They go back to her place. Um, uh, she uh, I can't remember that she. They have a little conversation. Uh, but eventually she reveals that you know when when you first saw me crying, uh, that's because my yeah. oh he, it's because After, he's fe- they, he's they fearful. Sex, then they... He's no, they don't have sex yet. No, no, no they, they, do. They, they do. They do have. They've had sex by that point because he's coming back in a towel, having washed his hair. They've had sex. They then um, yes, because he's, he's in no, this no, no, he, no. Like, he runs her a bath. He she no, runs no, him a bath. They do not she runs have, him Alexander a bath after the sex. Alexander after Alexander. The sex. They do. Why Alexander you, Jamie, look at me. Why would you run a bath before sex? Don't don't you dare sit there and talk about you have a bath after sex. You that's just what baths are for. All right, you'd have a shower before sex because you want to have no, sex. No, I think she just runs him a bath because he's stressed. I don't think they've no, had. I'm pretty they sure have... they run the because they've Alexander, had sex. Alexander, I hate to do this. I'm looking at the fucking film. I think there's implied <laughs> sex in between. Oh, I Why really would you don't... run? A... I think there's implied sex. Jamie, there's a magical thing with film where, like, you transition across and you don't need to see everything. But I think there's implied sex in between that. Who knows? 
I, I, re- I, I guess we're going to have to agree to disagree because I really don't think there is implied sex there. I think he just, they just, he just runs her a bath. They, anyway, he's coming back from the bath. Anyway, and he's like, oh, what's going on here? You know, is this like a, a, a you know, am I going to get caught? Is there going to be, a, you know, Go is there a husband who's going to come home? And she reveals, no, uh, my, my husband and my son died 13 months ago. Yeah. That's why I was crying. That's why she's also been smoking weed in the car because she's stressed yep. about driving because her husband and son died in the car crash. Yep. And then they immediately have sex. Yeah, people immediately. can have sex more than once in a day, Jamie. All no, right? Music Alexander, flash. Alexander. You can have sex that, after a bath. It's not like having a bath that is not, stopping Alexander, that's not my fucking issue. Oh, my God. My issue is that this woman has just said that her husband and child died. And this is what apparently gets him fucking off. He's like, like immediately they, they start fucking. And this is like clearly the real fucking. This is like, but, oh, this is this is that, that making love shit. And that... No, it's fucking but weird and that's also why I don't think they've had sex before this I, I'm pretty sure they have but sure but, but whatever the specific reason why they have sex after that is that earlier she said the great thing about sex when you do it with two people rather than porn is that you can lose yourself in the sex so the I point is that. meant to be that she doesn't want to be in her head and therefore they have sex and it's a way of it is a way of transcend like in a, in a overly spiritual way in the in the kind of context of the movie in the context of the movie sex like porn in the movie can be a way of transcending yourself. I understand that, Alexander. It's weird. Personally, personally, yeah. woman tells me that her husband and son died thirteen months ago. Yeah. That's not that's not the immediate time I'm going to have sex. Don't know about you. Not no, Jamie, not the Jamie, not the immediate Jamie, thing that's going to get my rocks off. Don't knock it until you try it. Just you know, <laughs> next time. Just say, by the way, my husband's son died. Uh, it can't crash and see if it works for everyone involved. Okay? Oh, my God. Um, so we... we get... listeners, can, if someone go out there and try that and then write in your friends for <laughs> Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Um, so, yeah, that he finally, you know, makes love um, instead of fucking and he loses himself in her and, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, he goes back to church. Um, he's really happy. He's like, hey, you know, I finally have kicked that porn addiction. I've, I've stopped it. And, and, you know, I only had premarital sex twice this week. And the, the priest is like, okay, that's still 10 male Marys. And he's like, what the fuck? This is bullshit. <laughs> what? I, I've, I've been good. Um, anyway, he goes back to his uh, parents. Uh, he reveals that him and Barbara broke up. Um, and, and the parents are distraught. The dad is like, oh, you lose the dying beast like that. And his mum, <laughs> see, there, there it is. I will accept. There it is. I found it. I found it. There it is. There's the beast. Just turn it down a notch from there. If I just sound. At that level, you can stop there. Yeah. I found uh, sounding like a dying toad. That is the the beast. It's it's what you do with your face that I really love, which is you throw it back to the extent (laughs) that, like, your jaw disappears. (laughs) You're speaking solely from, like, the the part of your throat that is just at the top. It's incredible. Um, uh, So, yeah. um, The mum is also. Distraught, you know, losing losing a, a nice good girl, uh, and this is finally when Brie Larson, Brie Larson, not said a single fucking thing. They get Brie Larson in this movie. Hasn't said a single thing so far. Uh, she finally pipes up, and it's basically like, oh no, that girl just wanted to change you. She just wanted, you know, you for the material looks. Um, she she doesn't care about you at all. Uh, I think it's good that you dumped her. And JJL's like, oh, thanks for displaying the message of the movie that I wrote. Um, <laughs> uh, he's he's going into the gym. Um, 
basketball. Yeah, it's it's for some reason expresses a big thing. We've had this shot of him walking into the gym with the like yeah, yeah. the the basketball court to the left, and you know he always, he's always just going to pump iron. Uh, and for some reason, it's some big thing that he this time decides to go and play. Okay, basketball. what do you what do you um, think that what do you think that message is, Jamie? Let's let's have a little bit of your. Uh, he's he's gonna make friends. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> it's well, no, it's it's that rather than focusing on exercise solely as a thing for vanity. He sees it as a means for connecting with other people. Well, honestly, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, he's about five foot eight. He's going to get absolutely fucking dominated on that floor. I really hope he did. Just getting blocked left, at right, a, and center. Can I ask, at a, at a like, like amateur level, and by amateur I mean like people in uh, like just a local gym, how much advantage does do you think height gives over fitness? Like, um, I don't know. I mean, there's such a thing as like a matchup, like a, a matchup, or or, or a, 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 a fuck. I've forgotten the words now. I'm supposed to know this, uh, but like you can have a bad matchup. So a sure. short guy can dick all over a, a, a taller player just because they're faster and more nimble. But my argument would be that most people who are playing at an amateur level probably don't have that level of uh, 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 of athletic uh, nimbleness uh, to take advantage of that uh so i think height's probably mm. gonna win out now now jamie uh this is set in new jersey and as we see of the basketball court uh, it's all white men and, and as we know white men can't jump so how does that of factor course. into it um well uh, the free throw from the free throw line you're not allowed to jump uh so clearly they're just all practicing their free throws <laughs> okay, okay. um uh so he goes and meets is that a rule with... in basketball you're not allowed to jump on a free throw no no uh, no, 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 no sorry that white man can't jump. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, Larry Bird. That's what made Larry Bird so good a basketball player. Not just that he was white, but the fact he was never allowed to jump on the court. Um, um, so he goes back and meets uh, Scarlett Johansson. Um, and she clearly is really expecting him to come back and Bank. be like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, I, I really love you. Uh, and he's not. He's just there to be like, hey. He he apologizes. He, he apologizes. He's just like, yep, yeah, um, uh, I'm sorry that I betrayed your trust. And that's it. Uh, and that's all he's giving her. And she's like, yeah. no, you're supposed to be begging me on the floor. Oh, my God. Why you why you not act like I see in the movies? Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe that's the message. Um, like I say, they never really commit to that message. They're um, analogous. Jamie, Jamie, you might not know this, but uh, porn, an industry with a horrific background, is exactly the same as making movies. An industry <laughs> with a slightly different horrific background. Um... Uh, we get the last little bit. Uh, Don John, he's up with his boys, but he's not at the club. He's at the chip shop. What's this? Don John's not going home with a dime. Sorry, are we saying it's like is this like an American store where they have I don't like, know. Doritos? Like... It's it's a, it's a food it's a food place. It's I don't like know what they're actually right. getting. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, also, they did. They had gone to the club. Yes, they, they had say... gone to the club. Yeah, yeah, he, the streak is broken, office. and they're talking, and he talks about to his friend and says, "Well, did you did you get this girl's number?" Um, and it's nice because it's he's he's less selfish; he's expressing an interest in other people. Yeah, um, and then we get a montage. Um, his life is now brilliant because he's fucking Julianne Moore. I mean, <laughs> of course it is. Um, he's he's off. He's happier. Um, Going to he, New York. Uh, they're in New York. He finished his course, I believe. Um uh, and yeah, Julianne Moore is is, is teaching mm. him how to love, and you know he he can look in her eyes and he gets rock fucking hard. Um, there is, uh, is a quote. That's not just a weird thing Jamie yep. said. <laughs> 
<laughs> I like. I really like that we have to constantly, constantly establish like, that I'm not, not being, being a misogynistic he is specifically the film. Um, uh, and we get to the end of the film. Uh, so let's uh, firstly. Uh, I want to say we get to the end of the film after a breezy one hour and 20 minutes. Not in the podcast, in the film. Uh, this this podcast probably will end up being longer than the film. I'm sorry. Um, but I, I just got too, so. too deep so. in... I got too deep in the source with my <laughs> accents. Um, so I, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay out my, my sort of thesis, thesis. statement for this film. Right. Um, it's not a thesis statement. It's many statements. And it's oh, Jimmy, we, we need to do we, we oh, see Anagrams first, though. Oh, oh, do we? Okay. Yeah, I got mine. I got, well, you okay. go first. You go first. Okay, first I, I'm, I'm hoping I'm actually stealing your word um, because it's Don John and there's not that many words that we made out of it. Um, uh, so uh, I think, uh, you know, Don John, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt in this film, he, he has clearly a lot of pent-up sexual frustration uh, and he, he clearly needs to work through that. He could work that out. So where should he go? A dojo, Fuck a place, you. <laughs> Fuck you, man. a place where he could learn a little bit of discipline and perhaps work out some of those uh, excess emotions. God, fucking damn it! All right, Shouldn't what let me go do, first. But what time Shouldn't... should he go to the? You're right, it's my own fault. What time should he go to the dojo? Noon. That's right. <laughs> what happened Very when good. he got broken up with? He went. Oh no. Uh, so uh, well, I get well. Before I guess, before I even do my thesis statement, let's give our opportunity, uh, our, our uh, audience, an opportunity. Where do you think Anne Hathaway appeared in this film? I'll do the countdown music. She was in the rom com. She was the Hollywood actress that they watched on screen with, alongside Channing Tatum. So, um, uh, basically, Joseph Gordon-Levitt just called in some favors from his mates. Uh, they wanted to have uh, them go and see a rom com, but you know they don't want to be a real rom com, so they got a fake rom com with uh, with uh, uh, Anne Hathaway and uh, Channing Tatum. Um, they also uh, also just a small little fun thing. Emily Blunt, who uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt also knows, uh, appears as another Hollywood couple with John Krasinski in a poster outside the cinema as well. Um, but yeah, Anne Hathaway's in this movie for about forty five seconds. So That's if you are that, here like, for that it's... sweet sweet Anne Hathaway content. I'm sorry. Mm. Whoa, whoa, um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't apologize. Jamie, Jamie, you got to stop owning this shit. All right, guys, you're here for our <laughs> lovable personalities oh, as we talk about yeah, Hathaway. These we'll are my favorite episodes. Anna, we will still talk about Hathaway. We will. Don't you worry, we will. So when we talk about I'll these talk films, about we rate them on uh, four different criteria. We've got, of course, uh, the film itself out of five, Anne Hathaway's performance out of five, and we'll talk about Anne Hathaway. Um, uh, Anne Hathaway's America's Sweetheartometer. How much of America's Sweetheart is Anne Hathaway in this film? Um, and then, of course, Anne's Mans, the uh, list rating of of all of different Anne Hathaway's love interests. Oh, and shit. we get to add another himbo, Alexander. We yeah, get to add another himbo in um, uh, in Channing Tatum, which is great. Um, so, let, yeah, let me give my thesis statement for this film. I think I agree with you, which I know what you're going to say, is that the the comparisons between uh, porn and and rom-coms is, is ostensibly sucky. They, they are, of course, very different things. Having said that, I think there is something interesting to say, firstly, about porn addiction and the way in which it affects uh, men and their relationship to sex. I think that's absolutely an interesting thing to be explored. Um, And I think there is something to be explored in how rom-coms can also distort a uh, perception of love. Not on the same scale, nor do the morals of either industry in any way uh, equate to each other. But I think there's something interesting to be said in both of those. Now, on the rom-com side of things, 
this movie is not actually interested in really exploring that side of things. It just wants to throw it out as like a, oh, women also do this, which yeah. is obviously bullshit. Um, and a lot of all of the women's plots in this, Julianne Moore's and Scarlett Johansson's, are really just all focused around how they affect uh, Don John uh, because it's written and directed and starred by a man. What a fucking surprise. But on the porn side of things, there is something interesting be to be said there. But this movie is so wrapped up in how fucking silly it is. Like, you you can't really... You can't really have a nuanced conversation about porn can distort men's um, uh, experiences of sex when the man you are talking about consumes more porn than the next 15 men combined. Like, if you want to have that conversation, it needs to be somewhere based in a little bit more reality and yeah, not yeah. just the most absurd fucking dude well, who's the jacked guido that fucking i don't is that is that an offensive term i apologize I if that's know. an offensive I term i i, I feel like that maybe is a term it, it might not be hey, an offensive term but it's probably it a is, term i'm not supposed to use yeah, I'm gonna look this up. <laughs> um so i i apologize uh I, I i said i wouldn't apologize to italian uh, Americans. Mm, uh, yeah, i am yeah. i i take it back i watch we jersey don't know. we don't know apologies I watch if it is it, shows up, it does show up immediately on Wikipedia as a North American ethnic slur or slang oh, term, and those are two very different things. Those are two very different things. All I'll say is I watched a lot of Jersey Shore when I was younger. Um, so uh, I said I wouldn't apologize to Italian-Americans, but I will. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, the the uh, jacked-up guy from New Jersey who's doing uh, a really heightened accent uh, and, and fucking masturbates 32 times in a week. There's no basis in, well, I'm not saying those people don't exist, but uh, the, the, there's very little basis in uh, a relatable reality that can mean you can have something interesting to say about uh, about the porn addiction. I, here's, here's my issue. I, I disagree with that. To an extent, I, I understand all the pieces that went into hypothetically someone writing a script like this. Yep. The point it's trying to make is that, like, porn addiction is not... It, I, there are lots of different things at play. One is about... And I think really the film is about porn addiction more than anything It else. is. Yeah. And like the 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 part of the... The reason why it's the jacked up Joseph Gordon-Levitt piece of that is to say porn addiction is not for people who can't have sex. That's not necessarily yeah, the issue. That's fair. There, 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 is some, there is something to be said there. Yeah. It is... Because if it was just like... I don't like some schlubby guy in his mum's basement. It's just about him like having a porn addiction and then having a girlfriend and all that kind of stuff. You'd be like, well, he's a bit of a loser, right? Whereas it's meant to be, hey, look at this. It's Gordon Levitt. He's ostensibly. Hey guys, don't you think I'm so sexy? But me too. Yeah. I can have the porn yes. addiction. Because because in that way, then it can talk about like, hey, what it's about is escapism and a lack of you know an, an unreality. That's the actual appeal of porn addiction. Is like yeah. Is the is the the unreality, selfish focus of it? And that, that, that's not to kind of uh, judge people who are addicted. It's just to say, like that's the kind of the, the message the film is, I think, trying to come across is to say, hey, look, even Joseph Gordon-Levitt, this film could be could have access to all the sex he wanted, but still be addicted to porn. Um, so, my, are you saying are you saying that this is an aspirational film for incels? No, no, not at all. <laughs> but, but 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 I think the flaw of this film then is that, like you said, it both ramps so it both goes he's really addicted to porn because it's, it's not it's not like he's i don't know like even masturbating once a day or whatever it's that he's like watching hours of porn every day he's yeah. staying up to two in the morning it's that he's can't masturbate without it you know they, they, they kind of talk about the film 
And then simultaneously, it's incredibly easy for him to break his porn addiction with the power of love. That's yeah. that's my problem with it, is that he falls in love with no, Julianne Moore. No, 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 not, not just the power of love, specifically the power of Julianne Moore. That, cool. is, that is a much more potent power. <laughs> yeah, so like, it's... It's and in that way, it's then not about. And then when when the film does that, then you go okay. So the film's not about um, porn addiction because that's because if it was about addiction, you'd have more about recovery or like yeah. or, or and, whatever. And, and if in and, in your argument of oh, this is about oh, even Joseph Gordon-Levitt can have it, uh, then then the message to all people, if if it's trying to be a message the, to people who have porn addiction, it's like hey, lads, just meet Julianne Moore, it'll be yeah, fine. Yeah. And, and, so then the then so what that happens then when it's that easy to solve it is the film stops being about um porn addiction or maybe it never was but the film stops seeming to be put about porn addiction and really it's about intimacy and what depictions of romance and sex in media and how those affect intimacy in real life right yeah. the the mission statement is depictions depictions of love whether uh metaphysical or whether making love in media uh affect life negatively because we view it through a lens we view it through that lens yeah and and and, and i would argue that that is a relatively uncontroversial take that that yeah, that's sure. it. that's that's a that's a perfectly reasonable I, take to have that could be explored better yeah i i do also maintain that like I think my issue with it then is there is a false equivalency in the film, I feel, between um, uh, Barbara having Barbara liking rom-coms and viewing the world through a rom-com lens, which admittedly is bad, but like what, but it's not her being addicted to something. No. Like she, and, that, and that's not to put a moral lens on it. That's just to say like those the, the actual like her watching rom-coms does not like create lies between her and her partner. Like it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't. It, what it doesn't do is it, it doesn't break any trust. It is a lens through which she sees the world. But the issue is with the addiction thing is that he is prioritizing porn over his partner to an yeah. extent, and he's also prioritizing, um, and he's then like un- deeply unsatisfied with uh, his relationship with him. We kind of see that frustration all the way through the film. I yeah, just think I mean, it's not well written. I just think the film is not is neither well written or directed or really acted enough to. Um, knock this out of the park like yeah. I, it's it's it attempts all those things and it, it's acted fine the acting is actually probably the, the thing which is probably the, the the most okay but i think it's not well, super well written nor is it super well directed yeah so I'd I, give it a I, two. oh you're going straight in with a two uh yeah i'd i'd agree with you on on that idea of um uh yeah the rom-coms while it's a lens that she looks through but even then you know you know, my partner, she she loves rom-coms. She loves Regency rom-coms. She loves period dramas. And she's not, you know, giving me sultry looks from across the dance floor and asking me to kiss her hand and take... I don't know what happens in these films. I really thought I had a oh, good Jamie, bit there and I don't the know thing, enough right? about these it's, films. It's, you had to go to her father. You had to pull him aside. You had yeah. to say, look, I uh, here's 50,000 gold. Uh, I know, so you had to collect 50,000 gold from him. Uh, gold pieces uh, and in return he said yes Ellen can move to London that, that was the uh, <laughs> um, uh, I agree I, I think the yeah they're, 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 like I say my, my, my thesis statement was I think there are interesting things to explore here and they're not particularly well explored um, I also I I particularly don't like I, I think Julianne Moore herself I think her performance is great I particularly don't like what they do with her character she is like she is such a 
she's almost a MacGuffin for fixing Don John. Like, yeah, like yeah. she, she just, she just turns up, she cries, then she fucks him and she fixes him. Like I, I that, will... that's it. Sure, but no, but here's here's my thing. Yes, but he's not fixed in the sense of. So I I would agree. I I quite like the Julianne Moore character for two reasons. One, she has a, a like inner life that is more than just what. So her, she, as a character, doesn't just exist in relation to John John, right? Like, she is a character, we see, when we first see her, she's crying, she has backstory, she has, and she's dealing with that, and her relationship with John doesn't fix that. Like, at the end of the movie, the, the end of the montage, she says, like, hey, she still has problems, and we see her crying in, on their lovely day in New York. Like, yeah. she still is having a lot of issues with dealing with the loss of her husband and, and uh, son. And similarly, similarly, I think, with John... He kind of, his mum is like, we want you to get married. Where I want grandchildren, all this kind of stuff. And at the end, he's like, what I'm not is, I'm not gonna. I don't think I'm gonna marry this person. I don't think I want to get married. And if I do, not now. I don't really care about having kids. I'm just happy being in the relationship. So I agree, there is an aspect of it to which people are fixed. But I think it's also that they aren't necessarily fixed in the way that the society of the film wants. So it's not. It's not completely a, a traditional, um, like heteronormative uh like mono, like nuclear family yep. fixing I'm, nor I, mean, and I don't think julianne moore is either so i like her character's that's fair design. and and I, I we should be fair in saying uh, i will get to my rating in just two seconds but we should be fair in saying that we're probably not in the majority yeah. on this 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 uh got well reviewed it's eight percent on rotten tomatoes and it got a decent amount of praise for not following traditional uh plot lines and beats you know it 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 opens and seems very much like the uh, you know, the party boy loves his yeah, party yeah. life, but gets the girl and she changes him. Uh, and you know, and he ends up with Scarlett Johansson, and and mm-hmm. and they're all happy together. So um, it, it did get a lot of praise for for perhaps bucking some of those trends. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't think I enjoyed it enough to give it any more than a two point three. I think. Yeah. And and I think we, we what we can both say and we you know for a film which we're, we're pretty pretty close to so we'll wrap up soon but but to talking over it like it's 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 thematically and textually interesting I just I think actually for me what knocks it down is I don't particularly love the direction or the cinematography or any like there's no I, I, I mean like, it it's it's very firstly very clearly a, a first directorial debut yeah. where there isn't much interesting going on with the camera it's also clearly a low budget film because there's probably like outside of like one or two locations that appear once there's like six sets if yeah, that yeah. there's but, like yeah, his sure. house the club his parents house the gym yeah. and and the school and yeah. and and that's it so they, they were working on a budget uh but yeah. i think it was his first attempt I'd be interested to see more di- stuff yeah, directed yeah. by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Maybe don't star and and write it. Maybe don't <laughs> write scenes where you come in your own pants. Maybe get a different DP. Um, okay, so we've given that stuff. So we'll then talk... We can move through these two very easily, right? Yes. Uh, and otherwise performance. Uh, she's uh, fine. Three. She's clearly coming off... Uh, you're giving it a straight three? Uh, yeah, she's, she's clearly, clearly coming done, off... She's clearly done uh, Les Mis because she has short hair. Yes, uh, yeah, just coming off Les Mis. Um, and, uh, I, you know, I think in the short amount of time, she, screen time she has with... Um, uh, with Channing Tatum, Tatum I think uh, I, th- I think they make a believable rom-com couple I think sure. she's done as much as he can with the role she has there I'm going to give her a 3.5 um, uh, America's we... Sweetheartometer uh, how much America's Sweetheart is she in this film? 5 5 she is, she yeah, is five, clearly 
She is absolutely, she is the star, in this universe, she is the starring rom-com actor alongside brilliant himbo yes. uh, Channing Tatum. She's making women cry left, right and centre across mm-hmm. the country and men are taking their women to see that so, so that they can have sex later. That is the film's logic, not mine. Then, uh, then the film goes into how does this fit into the... Uh, um, uh, that Anne Hathaway love interest list. So of course we've been putting Channing Tatum on this list. Uh, yeah, so amazing. This is an easy one for me, Jamie. It's Channing yeah. Tatum. We don't see him do anything shitty. In fact, they end up I think in a car and she's going woo with him, which means she's pretty high up in the list. Um, it's, uh, so Channing Tatum is going in at number five. Um, Channing Tatum Strong. is displacing Jimmy Boy from One Day because I think he's a better partner than Jimmy. Uh, and he's completely two dimensional. But you know what? So is Bart Simpson, and he's a number two. So that's the criteria. <laughs> Very good joke. Very good. Um, I think he's popping in high. I think he's coming in at number four for me, nice. uh, which means he's he's knocking down uh, sexy butt Jake from Love and Other Drugs. Uh, because I feel like he's uh, pretty self-interested and I don't get that uh, across from Channing Tatum. Uh, He's knocking down Batman um, out of the top five now because, you know, Batman's great and all, but he does beat people up. And, you know, I don't see Channing Tatum beat people up. Of course, we have to know that Channing Tatum's always going to propel himself uh, near the top because we're the most shallow fucking people ever and we just put the attractive people near the top. And you know what? Much like my man crush on uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, I am a straight white man and so I have a man crush on Channing Tatum. Uh, So he is coming just below... Chris Pine from The Princess Diaries. He's wow. in. He's in. So he. My top five is now Hugh Dancy, James McAvoy, Chris Pine, Channing Tatum, and Jake Gyllenhaal. And you know what? Fucking get them all in a room and my, come on. My, yeah, my <laughs> list is my list for the listeners is uh, Hugh eats people from Ella Enchanted, of course. Hugh Dancy, Bart Simpson at number two. The best Chris, Chris Pine at Princess Diaries two uh, is in number three. Uh, four is Batman from Dark Knight Rises, and five is Channing Tatum from Don John. You know, I, I went for that joke. I went for that joke. I and I it. immediately just pictured your mum listening. And I just could not get through the rest of it. Oh, right. dear. Is this and yeah, for some reason, I'm not film. that worried about my girlfriend listening to it. Nah, um, is, this, is this film being stashed away? No, of course it isn't. No, um, it's it's no. fine. It's and again, I want to say by two two for me. You know the the classic rating system, which I will, I will repeat here, maybe we used in a long time in the past. You used to go when I was talking to people about um, theatre tickets uh, in in university, which is to say, uh, like a five star is I would pay for this myself. Uh, it was brilliant, change you know, transcendent. Four is uh, I would pay for this. It was good. Go see it. Three was. Um, yeah, I I pay for it. I'm sure you know. I I got a free ticket. <laughs> so, so so guys, my very clear rating system: five. I would definitely sure. pay for this. Yeah. Four. I would Four. pay for this. Three. You know. I would okay. Pay let me for let this. me revise. Let me revise that. Five is I would pay for this. This changed my life. Four is I'd pay for this. This was good. Three is uh, conditionally depending upon your interests. Pay for a ticket for this. Two was I didn't pay for a ticket for this. So I don't resent having seen it that much. And one is, I didn't pay for a ticket for this, but I really wish I hadn't seen it. Um, so for, to, to, for two is like, okay, like I, I paid to rent this movie, whatever, but it's it's fine. Like it's not, it, it, it wasn't it, It's fine it was... at free. At free, it is People fine. If it's tried. on the television, put it on. Um, and, and I think we are, we are, disc- I, we didn't quite, I think there are good performances. I think Julianne Moore is very Julianne good. Julianne Moore's great. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt in, in a different movie is fucking hilarious. Yeah. Uh, and Scarlett Johansson is doing exactly what she needs to. Uh, she, I she's like Brie great Larson in this. this too. <laughs> uh, yeah, Brie Larson is good. Um, I do want to say quickly before we, uh, suggest something else. 
Um, what does it do to someone's psyche that Scarlett Johansson, like her casting for this, she was cast in this explicitly as she's an impossibly attractive person. Like mm-hmm. her introduction in this movie is we've been looking at all of these attractive, uh, incredibly attractive Hollywood actresses and they're pretty hot. And then you come in and you're you're blowing them out the water. What does that do? How does someone exist? <laughs> I don't understand how someone Jamie, can live. Jamie, in, when that happens, uh, you just transcend humanity uh, and race and you look at Ghost in the Shell script and you think, yeah, I could play a Japanese woman. Yeah, why not? <laughs> um, so when we don't uh, stash something away, we must decide something else to present to humanity to galvanize them to fight back. And I, just I wonder what Jamie's that- going to put in. Yeah, I just remember the concept for that, and I don't know that this piece, that, that what I'm going to present uh, is the thing that's going to galvanize humanity's vibe back, but I'm going to talk about it anyway, because uh, fuck it, I want to talk about it. Uh, Bo Burnham released his uh, latest special Inside. Uh, I have a long history with Bo Burnham. I think he's incredible. I know people, and some people, who don't really enjoy that style of whatever the fuck it is. Um, uh, I, I hesitate to call it comedy. Um, but I think this uh, piece of media, uh, the, the way I put it uh, to to my friends, uh, <laughs> and now Al, who is also in that group, wow. I have not expressed this opinion my to him yet. My friends and the person contractually <laughs> obligated to be here um, Is that I see this, and I don't mean this in a disparaging way, I mean this uh, in a very reverential way. This is the boyhood of comedy specials, in that it is a piece of media created in such unique circumstances and in such a unique way that it will never be created again. There will never be anything like this again, so I think you would be doing yourself a disservice to not watch this. For people who don't know, he created an entire... Uh, comedy special by himself inside in his own home uh, in the past year filmed edited wrote it all himself um i will say it gets to some dark areas and that might bum some people out but you know what there's a lot of shit bumming people out at the moment and it's also very silly and fun at parts uh so i think people will be unless you absolutely know that this sort of comedy is not for you um i think you would be doing yourself a disservice to not at least experience this uh as something wholly unique and i'm done I'm gonna I'm gonna give a recommendation for the polar opposite or whatever Jamie just said. Uh, last night I watched uh, the film Kill List. This comes with a number of very specific caveats. One, Jamie, never watch this film. You don't like scary movies. Do not watch this film. I okay. stress to you, never watch this movie. Okay, never good. Watch this Thank movie. you. I I didn't uh, even hear two, the title, so good. If you don't like uh, intense graphic violence, don't watch this movie. Uh, and I can't say more, but. If you are really, if there are groups of people you don't like violence targeted at, don't watch this film. Now, conversely, uh, it is essentially. If you like hate crimes, watch this film. There are no hate crimes, but but um, um, no, there are no hate crimes. But just to say uh, that if you Christ wondered what if Barry wasn't funny and was a horror movie, uh, then great. Or uh, what if that might be spoiling it too much I'm not gonna I, I can't I can't compare there's a film which, which it really directly is analogous to and it came earlier than them but like what if there was one of the biggest horror movies of the last six years but it was British and done on a micro budget and it's really good uh, and it will galvanize people to fight back against aliens because it's about violence and there is a lot of violence and if we can violently <laughs> kill the aliens then we are fine and by aliens I'm specifically talking about extra like extra orbital you know beings and not just like <laughs> foreigners that's not what it's about or what our podcast is about 
Thank you very much, Alexander, for recommending something that I will not watch. Um, uh, So join us next week when we will be uh, reviewing Song One. Anne Hathaway back on her uh, romance grind, I assume, from the poster um, uh, with Johnny Flynn, um, who just I I've I've I know very little about Johnny Flynn but I know when I said his name out loud my girlfriend got excited so I'm angry <laughs> immediately angry I don't like him <laughs> um, uh, but yeah uh, follow us at Jamie P. Loxon at J- uh, Al underscore C's underscore stuff find us on Twitter at uh, Blanks Bank Pod uh, tell us tell your friends about us uh, etc what else can our dear listeners do Alexander uh, of course, you can uh, make sure to download every episode of the podcast because that's cool. Um, we, uh, you can tweet about us, retweet us, when we see it. If on Facebook, you can share that, do that too. Uh, next thing I want you to do is just to like randomly start sprinkling in conversations when people are like, uh, "Oh man, you know, I'm really bored today. What should I do?" And you'd be like, "Oh man, blank spank it." You know, just, just, just shove something in there. Uh, you know, just got to start using it as a verb. Um, I'm not sure, quite sure how, but, you know, maybe just like, uh, oh, I'm depressed. And you'll be like, oh, blank spank it, you know, just blank spank it. Oh, but it. mate, what, what, what if we lose our, our rights to the intellectual property of blank spank because it's become too ubiquitous in that language? That is true. I, I still because you can't, of course, are displaying this to... to yeah. You are, of course, displaying this to everyone uh, who is alive. So uh, if that everyone does start doing that... Um, uh, we know, think, uh, we will think, be in trouble. You think, considering we were we are listened to by everyone who is alive uh, in the entire world, we would have enough people? <laughs> but you know what? We don't. So no, no, no. We no, no. We want dead people back. As yeah, you know, the podcast has resurrection powers. If you pop headphones in someone's uh, brain, if they pop headphones in someone's brain, if you pop headphones in someone's ears, um, they will come back to life, but only if they died canonically due to the rapture in this podcast. No other resurrection powers allowed. Um, so, yeah, join us next week when we will be reviewing song one. Uh, and other than that, from me, Jamie, and my co-host, Al, that's one more ep in the bank. Hey, Jamie, I'm going to give you the look. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Blank spank. <laughs>